Israeli special forces were combing the grounds of southern Gaza's largest hospital on Friday and questioning suspects, the military said, as Gazan officials announced that four patients had died there after all power was lost amid an Israeli raid on the facility. Gaza's health ministry said that electric generators had cut out and that all power was lost at the hospital, the Nasser Medical Complex, but did not specify the reason. The ministry said on Facebook that the Israeli military was in control of the complex, which it raided early Thursday. The Israeli military said in a statement on Friday that its forces had arrested 20 people who it said had participated in the October 7 Hamas-led attack and that it had detained dozens of others for questioning. It also said its troops had found mortar shells and grenades belonging to Hamas in the area of the hospital. In announcing its raid, the Israeli military said that its action was based partly on intelligence that hostages had been held at the complex and that their bodies could have been there. Late Thursday, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, the Israeli military's chief spokesman, said that its forces had not found any hostages taken in the October 7 attack, but that their search was continuing. Neither the Israeli claims nor those of the Gazan authorities could be independently verified. Communications with people inside the Nasser complex in the city of Khan Yunis have been extremely spotty since Israel's military pushed into its grounds before dawn on Thursday, smashing through the perimeter and entering the compound as explosions and gunfire rang out. Videos showed chaotic scenes inside the hospital's smoke-filled corridors, with parts of the ceiling collapsing and wire and beams protruding as gurneys were rushed past. The medical charity Doctors Without Borders said on Thursday that its staff had had to evacuate but that the weakest patients had stayed behind. The Israeli military ordered all remaining workers and patients into one building, according to a voice memo from a doctor provided by the group. Israel has accused Hamas of using hospitals for military purposes, and its raid on the Al-Shifa hospital in northern Gaza in November revealed a stone and concrete tunnel shaft below. The army said in January that it had detected the launch of mortar fire from the Nasser complex toward Israeli soldiers. Early Friday, the Gazan Health Ministry said that the hospital's power supply had cut out, endangering the lives of six adult patients in intensive care and three infants in incubators who were dependent on oxygen. About 40 minutes later, it said that three of the patients had died, and a few hours later, a fourth. Nasser had been the largest functioning hospital left in Gaza. Two days before the raid, the Israeli military began ordering the evacuation of the thousands of civilians who were sheltering at the complex, setting off alarm from international observers. Nasser is the backbone of the health system in southern Gaza, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, the director-general of the World Health Organization, wrote on the social platform X earlier in the week. It must be protected. Several people were also killed or wounded in Thursday morning's incursion, including at least one doctor and one patient, according to Doctors Without Borders, Gazan health officials and a doctor at the hospital. A wall is going up in the desert of Egypt near the border of the war-torn Gaza Strip, but no one is talking much about it. Satellite imagery, photographs and video analyzed by the New York Times show a large patch of land being bulldozed and the wall being built in the buffer zone between Egypt and Rafah, the southern Gaza city overflowing with over a million displaced Palestinians that Israeli forces are poised to invade. The satellite imagery clearly shows newly graded land south of the Rafah border crossing. 
An analysis of the satellite images indicated that the work began around February 5th. But the Egyptian government, which has looked on with concern as Gazans displaced by the war between Israel and Hamas mass in Rafah, has declined to discuss the new construction. A spokesman for the government would only refer to statements by the government in recent weeks highlighting its fortification of the border. It was not clear whether the structure might be intended to hold Gazans who crossed the border, but if it were to be used that way, it would be a major reversal of Egypt's stance. A contractor and an engineer who were interviewed by The Times and provided photos said they had been commissioned by the Egyptian army to build a 5-meter-high concrete wall, about 16 feet, to close off a 5-square-kilometre plot of land at the site. They said they had begun work on February 5 and started on the wall two days ago. The contractor and the engineer spoke on the condition of anonymity, saying that they feared reprisals. The Egyptian authorities heavily restrict information coming from the border area. Since October, when a Hamas-led attack on Israel led to immense Israeli military retaliation in Gaza, Egypt has repeatedly rebuffed any suggestion that had taken some of the Gazans who have fled air and ground assaults to areas near the border in Rafah. Egyptian officials fear that an influx of refugees would pose a security risk, and many Palestinians suspect that Israel might not allow people to leave Gaza to come back when the war is over. In recent weeks, uprooted Gazans have crammed into Rafah, on the border of Egypt, struggling to survive in tents and makeshift shelters with scarce access to food and other critically needed supplies, aid workers say. One Gazan official in Rafah, Ahmed al-Sufi, estimated that there were over 100,000 displaced Palestinians in encampments pressed against the border. At a meeting convened by Egypt on Thursday, Martin Griffiths, the United Nations' top aide chief, said that the possibility of spillover, a sort of Egyptian nightmare, is one that is right before our eyes. Like Israel, Egypt has sealed its borders with Gaza, and in recent months it has been adding fortifications to its border area. A day after the October 7 Hamas-led attack on Israel, the Governorate of North Sinai, where the work captured in the satellite images is taking place, said in a statement that the governor had held an emergency meeting with senior local officials to study the capacities of schools, housing units and empty land that can be used as shelter sites if necessary. But on Thursday, the deputy governor of North Sinai, Major Jen Hisham El-Kohli, said he was not aware of any new construction. And the governor of North Sinai, Major Jen Mohammed Shousha, did not respond to phone calls seeking comment. Ahmed Ezzet, the head of emergency operations at the Egyptian Red Crescent, which coordinates Gaza-related humanitarian assistance work at the border, said he had not heard of the project. Nick Cumming-Bruce contributed reporting from Geneva and Adam Raskin from Jerusalem. Confusion and fear spread through and beyond the Nasser medical complex in southern Gaza on Thursday as an Israeli military raid on one of the region's few functioning hospitals sent panicked workers and sheltering civilians fleeing. A doctor at the hospital, Islam Sawali, said she fled on foot around 3 a.m. after a rocket struck the orthopedic department. Only a few doctors remained, she said after what she described as a walk of more than four hours along a dark and damaged road to the area of Mirage, about halfway between the hospital in Khan Yunus and Rafah. That city along the border with Egypt has become the destination of many fleeing Gazans. Video verified by the New York Times showed the aftermath of a strike, with injured people being rushed through a smoke-filled corridor amid debris and the sounds of gunfire.
It is unclear what time the video was filmed. The number of casualties from the raid was unclear. Doctors Without Borders said that shelling had left an undetermined number of people killed and injured. In voice notes released by the group, a doctor at the hospital said a rocket attack around 2 a.m. had killed a patient in his bed and injured six others. Dr. Sawali told the Times that a rocket attack had left two people with burns and killed a doctor, although health officials in Gaza said the doctor had been injured. Doctors Without Borders also said that one of its workers was unaccounted for after being detained at a checkpoint and called for the protection of his dignity. An Israeli military spokesman, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, said late Thursday that dozens of people had been arrested and the military released photos of three individuals it said were suspected of terrorism. Conditions at Nasser, where health officials said about 8,000 displaced Palestinians were staying before an evacuation order, deteriorated rapidly in recent days and then grew still worse overnight when Israeli forces entered the complex. The Doctors Without Borders physician, whose name the group withheld for his protection, said that Israeli troops had ordered the medical staff to move all the patients into the oldest building of the hospital. The doctor said only about 40 healthcare workers and administrative staff members were left. Some 300 medical workers were there before the evacuation order, Gazan health officials have said. Tanya Hodge-Hassan, a pediatric intensive care doctor for the group, described the situation there as catastrophic and utterly unbearable. The hasty evacuations set off in recent days by Israeli warnings, she said, meant that those left behind at Nasser were the sickest patients who could not be moved and an unknown number of evacuees who turned back after coming under fire while trying to get out. Rick Peepercorn, the World Health Organization's representative for the West Bank in Gaza, said Nasser had been treating about 400 patients on Wednesday, including about 80 in intensive care, with 35 on dialysis. Rowan Sheikh Ahmad and Amira Haruda contributed reporting. The United States recently carried out a cyber attack against an Iranian military vessel that the Pentagon says was gathering intelligence on merchant ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden and relaying that information to Houthi fighters, a U.S. military official said on Thursday. The cyber attack happened as part of the Biden administration's retaliation on February 2 to a drone attack last month by Iranian-backed militias in Iraq that killed three American soldiers at a remote outpost in Jordan and injured dozens of others, according to the official, who spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss operational matters. U.S. analysts had suspected for weeks that the ship, the MB Bashad, was operating near the African port of Djibouti, which lies across a strait from Yemen, to spy on nearby ships and pass that information to Iran-backed Houthi rebels. The Houthis, who control northern Yemen, have been firing missiles and drones at vessels in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. Iranian officials have denied the allegations. The Houthis have said that their attacks are in solidarity with Palestinians under Israeli attack in Gaza. The cyber-attack was intended to disrupt the Iranian ship's ability to share that information with the Houthis, according to the U.S. military, who did not elaborate on the clandestine mission. Sabrina Singh, a Pentagon spokeswoman, declined on Thursday to comment on the matter. The New York Times previously reported that the United States had conducted a cyber-attack against Iranian targets as part of the response to avenge the deaths of the three soldiers in Jordan. 
That response also included retaliatory strikes against Iranian forces and the militias they support in seven sites in Syria and Iraq. NBC News first reported new details about the cyber attack on Thursday. The U.S. military said on Thursday that a Coast Guard cutter had recently seized advanced weapons and other lethal aid from a vessel in the Arabian Sea that had originated in Iran and were bound for Houthi-controlled areas of Yemen. A Coast Guard boarding team intercepted the vessel on January 28 and found more than 200 packages that contained medium-range ballistic missile components, explosives, naval drone components, anti-tank guided missile launcher parts and communications gear, the military central command, said in a statement. HTTPS slash slash www slash media slash slash press release by w slash article slash slash intercepts Iranian weapons shipment intended for Houthis slash. The United States has accused Iran of supplying weapons and arms components to the Houthis, helping the Iran-backed militia sustain its string of missile and drone attacks targeting commercial vessels and Navy ships in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. The Houthis have said that their attacks are in solidarity with Palestinians under Israeli attack in Gaza. This is yet another example of Iran's malign activity in the region, General Michael E. Carilla, the head of Central Command, said in a statement. Their continued supply of advanced conventional weapons to the Houthis is in direct violation of international law and continues to undermine the safety of international shipping and the free flow of commerce. The United States and several allies have repeatedly warned the Houthis of serious consequences if their salvos do not stop. But U.S.-led retaliatory strikes, including major barges on January 11 and February 3, have so far failed to deter the Houthis from attacking shipping lanes to and from the Suez Canal that are critical for global trade. Hundreds of ships have been forced to take lengthy detours around southern Africa, driving up costs. In the past five days, the United States has carried out short-notice strikes on at least two dozen aerial and naval drones and anti-ship cruise missiles in Houthi-controlled territory in Yemen that Central Command said posed an imminent threat to commercial ships. But the Houthis continued to fire away, at one point this week hitting a ship carrying corn to Iran, the U.S. military said. U.S. and British military strikes are intended to whittle away at the Houthis' arsenal, American officials say, while the maritime interdictions are aimed at choking off the militants' arms pipeline. Last month, two members of the Navy SEALs died during an operation at sea to intercept weapons from Iran headed to Houthi fighters. In that nighttime mission, which also involved helicopters and aerial drones, Navy commandos boarded a small boat and seized Iranian-made ballistic missile and cruise missile components, the U.S. military said. The items seized in that operation included propulsion and guidance systems and warheads for medium-range ballistic missiles and anti-ship cruise missiles, as well as air defense components, Central Command said. Such weapons transfers to the Houthis would violate international law and a United Nations Security Council resolution, the military said.